For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Hallelujah. We pray. Father, thanks a million for another opportunity to be here, to hear your word, to be guided by you, to be instructed by your spirit. What is this world without your word? What is this world without your guidance? What would we do? We need to hear from you. We need a word from you. If we don't hear from you, what would we do? Have mercy on us. Please open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You may be seated. Acts 26. We are looking at the life of Paul to guide us in our own lives how we can say thank you to the Lord. How we can say thanks. How you can say thank you to God. Last week we looked at Paul's testimony which he shared everywhere he was asked to share his testimony he shared the testimony of how he met Jesus and why he is so zealous for the things of God and I mean you would even wonder what is pushing this guy what is his motivation but he has been motivated by his encounter with the Lord. And when he analyzes how his life was, do you see, before Jesus had mercy on him, without his asking, it's like you didn't even ask to be saved. You are rather going to go and kill Christians. And then he meets you on the way and converts you. And at the same time gives you a ministry. I mean, when he thinks about it, he says, I cannot keep quiet. One time a prophet found his belt. I don't know how his belt was lying somewhere, but you know how sometimes you can relax in a home and, you know, you are just fellowshiping with other. I don't know whether he had overeaten. I mean, I don't know. But his belt was lying there. And the prophet bound, he took the belt and tied it around his, two, his, his arms. And um, he, he prophesied that this is what will be done to the one who owns this belt. And they all understood it. Because prophetically it means that he will be arrested as he's going to Jerusalem. And he said, and they were weeping. They said, no, you shouldn't go. He said, what do you mean to break my heart? 
by crying and trying to dissuade me from going forward to Jerusalem. If I'll be arrested, it's not a problem. I'm not only ready to be arrested, I am ready to die for my Jesus. I mean, this is the kind of guy we are looking at. Because most of us don't think deeply about your encounter with Jesus. Some of us started going to church when you were young. They took you to church, Sunday school in, in the house. Then you joined the school. Then you were going to church. And then you later became serious. So you don't even know when the point was that you actually became serious and became born again and something happened in your life. So you, you don't think deeply. And even those who were born again, you are very bad. I mean, most of us were very bad. Nobody knows your testimony. You know how you are. That you are, you are, you are really some way. <laughs> you are really some way. Things you have done, you will not like to say them. Only those who know you, with whom you did what you did, yeah, will testify. So everything is in your head. You even wish the person would die and never tell what, what you have done before. Some of you are praying for somebody to die with your secrets. <laughs> person shouldn't come one day and say, Hey, you did this church? Then say, oh, Why do you know him? Hey, this guy, Bishop. Why are you stretching my name? If somebody has a life that you want to talk about, why are you stretching my name? <laughs> Bishop, this guy, hey, when we were in school, no, 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 no. Why? What was he like? They say, Hey, Charlie, make you no come talk, make you no talk, make you no talk. Because if he starts to tell your escapades, it's like you are very wild. Some of you ladies, hey, very nice with fascinators and other embellishments. Hey, Minister of Moon and Stars knows you. Minister of Rivers and Lakes knows you in a, in, in a closer way than just your name. When he meets you and he says, Hi, Agi, how are you? You don't respond immediately, boy. You know that, hey, this is another of those guys. So you don't really think deeply based on what you have done and gone through and salvation has met you. You don't really think much of it. So it's as though nothing much has happened in your life. And that is why and then you also don't do anything to show how grateful you are for what has been done for you. You come to church as though it's like even that God even owes you something. Do, do you understand? It's like as if they owe you something. It's like you've come to church. They are even lucky that you have come to church. The struggle to come to, to get you to come week after week. Hey. You know. So you can't give God a weekly commitment. I mean, if I've come once a month, you should take it like that. Only when you die. Before your relatives who come and say, Oh, we're very committed to your church. Even he has a flyer. A flyer. Oh, a flyer. Do you know that people have flyers in the church? <laughs> you know, and, and, and when well, you are going to get married, then you become very serious. The other day I told my pastors, I said, Look, if somebody is not a regular tither, I will, I will not come to the officiating table. Hey, I said, Officiating table. Hey. <laughs> I will not come to officiate the wedding. 
At least not me. There are many pastors and reverends who are all walking around. They, can all, they, all, they have all been gazetted to solemnize marriages and officiate sacraments. Holy sacraments. <laughs> so, they can all do one or two. But I know that you want me to officiate your wedding. You'll be very happy if I came for your wedding. Yeah. As for brothers, if you go and marry somebody outside, that's it. Because you do the wedding there. And that one, you know that it's 50 50. <laughs> because the wedding will be happening in that church. So you just have to have some people to accompany you. But. I told them that if somebody is not a regular tither, it means the person is not really committed to the church. It's like the person doesn't concern himself with whether I eat or drink or whether I live or die. Why should I take my face to come and be officiating the person's wedding? But I will not come. So they have to ensure that the people are tight. Hey, come and see clearing of areas. <laughs> Do you see? So sometimes when people see the advantage that's when they start you know making moves (laughs) so it's almost like God owes you something when you are even sitting in the church do you see so your your testimony is not like something great has happened to you that's why we are reading Paul as for Paul dear he was really grateful for his salvation because he knew who he was we read it he said that i was before injurious yes i was a blasphemer i was a persecutor i was a a punisher i was he got letters to arrest people to punish bring them back went to damascus to arrest people and bring them to jerusalem to be punished on the way is when he met jesus he, he saw a light he fell from his horse he heard a voice and the voice said you will now go and you will be told what to do when you get to the city when you go to the city the man opened his eyes and he told him that you are going to suffer many things for this <laughs> for this suffer we uh, I said for this suffer we <laughs> you are going to suffer many things for this suffering you have you know bestowed on others for following Jesus. You are also going to follow Jesus and you will suffer. Hey! That's why some of the people when they become shepherds, they really struggle with the sheep that they get because they've really made other people struggle looking after them. So, I want you to really um, buy into Paul's testimony and learn how to say Thank you to God. Thank you. Maybe to thank you for your salvation. Yes. Thank him for your salvation. Because if it wasn't for Jesus, some of you would be dead from drunkenness. From, and be mad from weed smoking. Yes. Some of you will be born three, born five with that husband. You know how you were. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know. You know already. Jesus has tamed you, Papa. Today you are you are even dressed. Look at what you are wearing that nobody can see anything anywhere. Hey, you didn't mind showing upper east and upper west region, neither central nor east, nor northern, nor southern, southwest or southeast or south. South. 
west southwest you were showing everything but today god has done so much for you beautiful so say thank you to god by being obedient okay let's let's read from acts chapter 26 um if you get a chance read the entire story from about chapter 19 all the way to chapter 28 to see so now paul acts 26 is before king agrippa and he's giving his testimony i think myself happy king agrippa because I shall answer for myself this day before detaching all the things whereof I am accused of the Jews. Are you reading with me? Acts 19 verse number 2. You are all welcome who are on Facebook, YouTube, um, YouTube and where? Dofopa FM and Sweet Melodies. Because there are many people who are, some of you are on your way to church. Some of you too. Um, you are not in church, you are going to the market or somewhere and somebody in his taxi or Uber is playing this message which is live from the Macarius Church East Legon Hills and you are listening so I pray that you will be able to finish the message with us before you get to your destination but if you are on Facebook, YouTube, don't turn it off after three minutes or five minutes it's a whole package god has for you this morning don't miss it he will be a blessing to you and share with your friends share with somebody you know who is at home share with somebody who is uh, in a shop or somewhere and share the link if you're on facebook share the link if you're on youtube and if you're on youtube subscribe to the channel and say i, I want to get a notification when you come live Okay, and even those of you who are in church, I will urge you even now, you can go on YouTube and share with your friends. I don't know who, which friends you have, you may want to share the link with, but share the link with someone. Open your phone, you can do that now. Open your phone, share the link. Just for a few seconds, um, we are live, you can join in, and um, if for some reason you are watching this on Healing Jesus after, or you are watching on YouTube after or Facebook after, may the Lord bless you and may the Lord help you and bless you with his mighty word that can shape your life and bless your life in Jesus' name. So like, share, and all those things that you are enjoined on social media. Okay. So Acts chapter 26, we are preaching about how you can say thank you to God for your salvation. So Paul is brought before King Agrippa, and uh, the Bible says, he says, I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before detaching all the things whereof I'm accused of the Jews. They wanted to actually kill him. Especially because I know thee to be experts in all customs and questions which are among the Jews. Wherefore I beseech thee to hear me patiently. My manner of life from my youth, which was at the first among many 
uh, among my own nation at Jerusalem know all the Jews which knew me from the beginning if they would testify that after the manner the most strictest sect of our religion I lived a Pharisee and now I stand and I'm judged for the hope of the promise made of God unto our fathers and to which promise are twelve tribes instantly serving God day and night hope to come for which hope's sake can Agrippa I am accused of the Jews why should it be thought a thing incredible with you that God should raise the dead are you following the story I verily thought with myself that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. With thing I also did in Jerusalem, and many of the saints did I shut up in prison, having received authority from the chief priests. And when they were put to death, I gave my voice against them. And I punished them. Punisher has come. I punished them oft in every synagogue and compelled them to blaspheme. The blasphemer is here. And being exceedingly mad against them, he was exceedingly mad. I persecuted them. He was a persecutor. So you can see that here is somebody who has, I mean, he was so antagonistic, like an opposer, a punisher, a compeller to blaspheme. I mean, he arrest everyone. Say, say that there's no God. Say that Jesus is not whatever. Deny him now. Come on, say that Jesus is, is a fool. I mean, it's like he compelled them and punished them. I don't know how it would have been like today if there was such a punisher around and he came to the church and he said you should blaspheme. Well, how will be your response? Your response. And you were, we are being persecuted. He says, I persecuted them even unto strange cities. Hey! Whereupon as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priest, at midday, O king, at midday, I saw in the way a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun shining round about me. And them which journeyed with me, and when we were all falling to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee. Delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom I send thee to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Are you following so far? Okay. Verse 19. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. That is why last week we looked at one of the ways to say thank you is to be obedient to the heavenly vision. And the heavenly vision can be what God has revealed to you 
or can be what is just in the Bible. Even in the Bible, what is in the Bible is a revelation. It's revealed unto us. Jesus said, go ye into all the world and preach. Even without an angel appearing to you, it's a heavenly vision. The Bible says we have a more sure word of prophecy that you do well if you take heed to it. It's a more sure word. That is the word of God. So sometimes you find people thinking that me, I've not seen an angel. I'm not the one who is called. Me, I've not met God, Jesus on the way. I've not seen a light. I've not been blind. I've not heard a voice. How can you say that I'm called? But just those scriptures you read, if the Holy Spirit ministers on you and you are open to the Holy Spirit, you will see him or you will hear him uh, 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 convicting and bringing conviction on your heart concerning what you are reading. So the fact that you haven't seen an angel does not mean that you are not, uh, uh, you are not called by God. Or you have not had a heavenly vision that you must obey. Then we are all, we, we, we are all, we are all in, in the soup. Me too, I have not seen an angel appear to me. I have not had any um, eh? midday, the, the sun, the brightness of a light brighter than the midday sun shining on me and blinding me. And when I get up, I cannot see and then everybody around me can see the light and they can hear the voice but they don't understand what is going on <laughs> I've not seen anything like that so what, what, is, what is pushing me what is my heavenly vision is the same scriptures that are in the bible that are revealed to me and maybe I've taken it a little more seriously than you have even though we are both Christians and I pray that you will be just as I am and also take it a bit more seriously from today so, so he says I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision but I showed first unto them of Damascus and at Jerusalem throughout all the coast of Judea and then to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God and do works meet for repentance for these causes the Jews caught me in the temple and went about to kill me Verse 22, having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day, witnessing both to small and great, saying none other things than those things which the prophets and Moses did say should come, that Christ should suffer and that he should be first, that should rise from the dead and should show light unto the people and to the Gentiles. And as he does speak for himself, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, thou art beside thyself. Much learning doth make, doth make thee mad. That guy who was mad, chasing people to kill them, is now being called mad, following the Jesus he was persecuting people for. My God and my Lord. You see? Huh. But he said, I am not mad, most noble Festus. But speak forth the words of truth and soberness. For the king knoweth of these things, before whom I also speak freely. For I am persuaded that none of these things are hidden from him. For this thing was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, King Agrippa, believest thou the prophets? I know that thou believest. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. 
And Paul said, I would to God that not only thou, but also all that hear me this day were both almost and altogether such as I am, except these bonds. And when he had thus spoken, the king rose up and the governor and Bernice and they sat with them. And when they were gone aside, they talked between themselves saying, This man doth doeth nothing worthy of death or of bonds. Then said Agrippa unto Festus, This man might have been set at liberty if he had not appealed to Caesar. Because when they arrested him and they were trying to kill him, at the point he told them that, look, I appeal to Caesar. I appeal to Caesar. So the people couldn't judge him or beat him. Because once you appeal to Caesar, they must take you to Rome and judge you from there. He told him, I'm also a Roman. I am also a Roman. <laughs> Say, hey, a Roman and we are beating him, we better take him to Rome. So after this, they set sail, had various things and arrived in Rome. But that is for another day. But looking at this testimony, how can you say thanks? Number one, say thank you to God by being obedient to the heavenly vision. I I just want to say that all of us who are here must learn to be obedient to God and to his voice. Some of us have had dreams where God is talking to you, telling dreams and real dreams that minister to you and make you feel that ah, I must do something for God. I must take church seriously. I must take God seriously. But you have not done anything to it. You have not obeyed God fully. Some of you even made resolutions. Lord, if you give me a job, I'm going to uh, be serious and even if I will preach to one soul a week because of what you have done for me. You have not obeyed that heavenly call. Some of you at 31st night, you were so moved by God bringing you alive to the end of another year. And you made a vow. Oh God, this is the year. The year that I'm entering in, you will see a new me. After the new year began, after two, three weeks, that's it. That's it. Yes, 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 yes. So, what we are saying is that Paul also had this vision. And maybe you say his was dramatic. But equally um, dramatic as some of the experiences some of us have had. Somebody, you are here, you had an accident. Somebody is listening to me, you had an accident. And you, you saw through the accident that God had delivered you in a special way. And you made a resolution that I will give my life to God since he has spared my life. You've not obeyed that heavenly voice. Somebody here, we preached the message. Your heart was beating and your heart was burning with desire to serve God more seriously. After a few months, the conviction of that word has waned, has gone down, has reduced. You have not obeyed that heavenly voice that you heard in the service that came upon you in the convention. You you, you were slain in the convention and you were so moved by what you experienced, you gave out your salary and resolved that this thing, I'm going to serve God with all my heart, my finances, my life, my time, everything. You see, you finished. You've not obeyed that heavenly voice call yeah even we are hearing messages every day 
Do you see? We preached about sacrifice. Make some sacrifices for God for weeks on end. We preached about others. Live for others. Serve others. Work for others. Don't live on your, be on your own. Don't think of only yourself, your wife, your husband, your children, and so on, your mother, your father. And, and, and you were so moved by the conviction of, wow, what a word. And many times when you say, what a word, is God speaking to you? Not everybody says what a word. And not everybody says, this word was for me. The Bible says that no man can come to God except the Father draws him. The Father draws him. So there's always a drawing. The fact that you even come week after week, week after week, and you really miss church when you even miss one Sunday. Do you see? It's God's drawing, but you don't find it spectacular because an angel flapping wings has not come upon you. But I'm telling you that all these are God's heavenly guidance, God's movement, God's drawing, God's work on you. He's doing it on you. Not man, not man. Psalm 65 verse 4 declares that blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee. He, they, they say that, that he may dwell in thy courts and we shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house even of thy holy temple. God is the one who chooses and causes. You may think that it's just some shepherd or pastor who doesn't want you to sleep. That is always on you. But let me tell you from today eh, that God moves in our midst and God moves in our lives without you even knowing that he's moving in your life. Only if you don't believe, that's why. These prophets eh, that we, we hear of on radio and television and so on, sometimes you think that, I mean, they're always in God's house and angels are just moving. They can see them left, right, and center. No, 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 no. All the things they say are what they believe. They believe that your name is Angela. Is that Angela? Your name is Angela. Ah, have you met me before? Have I talked to you before? Have you seen me anywhere before? You see, because the person sees and he may hear Angela, but when you hear Angela, you won't say it. You say, oh, your mind is playing games on you. But he, dear, he, he will say Angela. Even if he's, he's wrong, you will say, well, is there no Angela in your family? Because if it's not your name, it must be some, or a friend, or a classmate, or somebody. By all means, there's an Angela. I see Angela. Angela. I don't know whether it's your name, your mother, anybody. Angela? Yes. Or the letter A, A, the letter A. Yes. Is there an A in your name? You see, you see, you may laugh about it, but it is people's way of believing what God is putting in their heads and putting in their hearts. And you don't believe it. That's why you are. You even have a dream and you see it come to pass. Hey, this thing I've seen it before. I said, ah, I had a dream some time ago. It's playing out. Has it happened to you before? Even in the world, they call it déjà vu. It's like something I have seen before, but I, I, something is happening right now. It's as if I've been. You, you take a step say, ah, have I been here before? Because it, I, I, these people are familiar. It looks like I've seen them before. And so then, some, it's like a, this thing that I'm walking here, I'm stepping in this taxi, you know, and, I, as if I've done it before. Then you remember, I've been in a dream like this. And in the dream, in this taxi, I saw a white woman sitting in the, exactly in this same corner. It's your dream that is playing out. But when it happened, you never wrote it down. Because you don't really believe in these supernatural things. Yes. 
you are like a Sadducee. The Sadducees, they don't believe in the resurrection, they don't believe in angels, and they don't believe in deep spirits. So when they brought Paul before a group of the Sahindrin, a group of elders in the land, and he recognized that ah, there are some Pharisees here and Sadducees. Hey, I'm a Pharisee. <laughs> he brought confusion amongst them. They were war, they were said, ah, he's a Pharisee. Then the Pharisee said, Oh, if he's one of us, then then he believes in the resurrection, he believes in demons, he believes in spirits. So we cannot speak against God who has spoken to him or appeared to him. That's what the Pharisee said. And the Sadducee said, No, I cannot, there's no resurrection. They don't believe in resurrection, they don't believe in demons, and they don't believe in so you are like a sad you see. Yeah. They say they are sad. Sad you see them. When you see sad you see them. They look sad and they look morose. Are you listening to me? Ask your neighbor. Are you the Pharisee they are talking about? From today move away from Phariseeism. Start believing in supernatural things. Because God by his spirit will bring conviction on your heart and you should not be disobedient to the heavenly call yeah. and sometimes we just try things because I, I can't be sure I'm, so I, what, what assures you I just believe I'm just moving by faith I don't really I've not seen the day I see you hear of it that day, the message will be about that one only. Wouldn't you? If Jesus was to appear to you physically, and you saw the nail prints, and he said, you decide everything, say, I'm Jesus. Uh-uh. When you come to church, you would like to be the preacher. I have a testimony. I can't keep quiet. You'll be screaming from the back. Ashes can't stop you. <laughs> Aquaba ladies can't stop you. Pastors can't stop you. The bishop himself cannot prevent you. So, let us become dis, uh, obedient to the heavenly vision. Think deeply about your salvation and think deeply about what God wants you to do also. There must be an assignment that is keeping you alive on earth. If you don't think about it, think you have to stop and think. You think you are just here to try your hardest, get some money, rent a place, marry a wife, have some children, take them to the good school, and then build a house one day, buy a car one day, and die. Share. There must be an assignment, a supernatural divine calling that is keeping you alive. There must be. Most people never discover the divine purpose, what God has for them before they check out of this world. They never discover. They think that they are just here to, to pursue secular things. Have dog degree, have masters, um, work at a nice place, live decently, marry a wife, be faithful to her, be, 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 be nice to your children, and grow up, be responsible for your mother and father, and then when you die, they write a nice tribute for you. There is a supernatural calling. There is a divine purpose for your existence. Marriage is not the reason. And when you don't discover that purpose, you are lost in this world. Yes, you are lost. Because you don't know why you are here. There is a supernatural, divine purpose. Everybody, not, not for me only as a pastor, but for you. Something for God's kingdom. 
Oedipo said, long before he became a minister, he read Matthew 6.33. He said, hey, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto thee. Wow! Light broke forth. He said, this became my secret for living. Even without being a pastor, I have dedicated myself. Because it's like that. And that verse is not only for a, a bishop or some man of God in some corner. It's for you. Jesus spoke it for you. Because the preamble to that verse is food, clothing, shelter. And Jesus addressed it that don't think about these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and these things will be added. Yes, he said God told him. You see, God told him, the scripture is there, Pefe. He's saying to all of us that God told him that, seek first my kingdom and all the things that Gentiles are dying for shall be added to your life. In excess. We are watching it. You too must live your life with it. So for everybody, ask your neighbor, there is a divine call, a divine agenda with your name on it. Hey, if you are seeing a taxi, tell the taxi driver there is a divine call, a divine purpose with your name on it. And you are alive for that. I'm sure some people die early because they don't find that purpose. It's like then there's no use for you being here. There's no use. One song says that there is an old lighthouse. Some people say, tear that old lighthouse down. For there is no use in it standing around. <laughs> Jesus gave the parable of the man who had a farm. And he had made, he had planted some things. And he came to find fruit. He couldn't find. He said, why cumbereth it the ground? It's like, why is it occupying space? Do you see? Remove it from there and put something else there. Something that will bring forth fruit. Those things must worry you if you are a Christian. You can't read such scriptures and just gloss over it or just run off and say, it doesn't apply to me. (laughs) Some of you are not taking Christianity, but one day when you discover it, I hope it will not be too late. Either you are too old to return or that you go to the other side and you can't come back to earth. Both of them are not good. Because you can be so old and discover all the truths and the things you should have done. Do you see? Even some of you who finished school and you didn't really do well. Now you have grown up and ah, you find out all these small, small things, subjects were English. I mean, arithmetic. I couldn't pass. How can it be possible? Now I wish I had gone to, if I go back to class one. Ah, one plus one is two. Two plus two is four. It's very easy. I can and how to learn and be responsible. You you will do it very bad now. You can't go to class one. Even adult education, they won't take you. Because <laughs> you're already educated. <laughs> do you see? So it will be too late. And also, if you were to die and go to the other side, either to heaven or hell, you can't come back. The rich man said, if only you can send Lazarus back to my father's house. There's nothing like going back. That's why morning by morning, day by day, as you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Harden not your heart. (laughs) Number two, 
Say thank you to God by continuing faithfully and relentlessly in your call till the very end. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up on God for he won't give up on you. Yes. It's not only for miracles but for his service. Don't give up on his service. Don't give up on the sheep. Don't give up on the church. Don't give up on the work. Don't give it up. Don't don't retire yet. Don't stop. He says, I continue, if I think of a blasphemer like me, I think 2 Corinthians 4 verse 1, please, if you have that scripture on your, in your Bible, give it to me. Yes. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy. Do you see? We have received this ministry as we have received mercy. We faint not. Wow. <laughs> Don't give up. Don't give up. I continue. I understand now why they will bind his belt around their hand and he will say that I'm not ready only to be bound. I'm prepared to even die. I won't give up on this God who has had mercy on me. A blasphemer. A persecutor. Oh, an injurious. A, 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 a punisher of the people of God. I can't give up. Don't give up. Abednego, don't give up. Don't stop. Don't give it up. Barbara, don't stop. You see, it's very easy to come to a place because the Bible says there's somebody who is actually working behind the scenes. The Bible says that his aim is to wear out the saints. His aim is to wear you out so that you don't continue, you know, continue unto this day. Some of you used to be on fire. Your fire has quenched. <laughs> so even this sister used to be a shepherd, but these days you can see that the shepherd do work. No, it's like it's not no longer the thing that is there. It's like some people you can see that now it's not really, you know, it's not the thing. It's not the thing. You know, now we support buses. Don't give up. Continue on to this day. Continue on to this day. Continue unto this day. He says, I continue unto this day. We faint not, knowing that we have obtained mercy. Like a, a, a fornicator like you. That you have ob- they have showed mercy on you. That's why even forgiveness is possible. Because God looks at your own forgiveness. They have showed you mercy, they've forgiven you. Then you can't forgive somebody. It's like you should look at how mercy has been shown you and also show mercy. You can easily get to a place where you say, I I give up on forgiveness. (laughs) Don't don't give up on forgiveness. Don't give it up. Don't faint. Don't give up. Yeah, we faint not. Verse 2 says what? But have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Beautiful. I'll continue on to number three. Say thank you to God by witnessing relentlessly to the small and great. He says, having therefore obtained help from God, verse 22, Acts chapter 16, verse 22, having therefore obtained help from God, eh? he says what? 26, Acts 26 verse 22 Having therefore obtained help of God I continue unto this day 
witnessing both to small and great. Yes. I mean, for the mercy that has been shown you, you have you'd never witness neither to small nor to great. If you meet small people, you don't witness. If you meet great people, you don't witness. Yeah. You who used to rap girls. I mean, you. Look, there are some brothers here. If I had word of knowledge on you, eh, I will photograph your things and put them on the screen. How, how you used to dress, dreadlocks with uh, weed in your hand, toilet rolled in toilet roll. That you have put matches to, that you are, you are smoking and you have colored yourself red, gold, green. Do you understand? With chains. You used to rub every girl you met within two hours, three hours, you were able to rub them out of whatever convictions they had. And today you look so bum in the church. Moribund. As my professor said here last week. Moribund. <laughs> hey! Hmm? You can sing in the choir, you can preach, you can do center work, you can do center work, you can't help in anything, you are just there. But here comes somebody who says, I'm thankful to God for how I used to be and what he has done in my life. I will witness to the small, I will witness to the great. This is how, when I got born again, this is how it was from the beginning, never, never stopped. This is how I've been until Vivian. This is how always witnessing, always preaching, always urging others to also come and preach and continue in the same work. And you are saying that this generation or this uh, modern era is not, things are not the same. Sinners are still going to hell. Judgment will still come upon people. Hell is still being, hell is still boiling. With heat, fervent heat, more people are still dying and going to hell. We are still in the same era, the same sins that the Bible wrote about 2,000 years ago that they found even more than 2,000 years ago. Those same sins are even worse today. I mean, in those days, you could never think of legalizing homosexuality even in, even in the countries where they practice them. Now they are, they are legalizing and forcing pastors to accept that is, is something that must be done. And pastors are accepting it because without that they will, they will take away some of, their, uh, some of their benefits. Because once you are a charity and the state gives you some tax rebates and other allowances... It's like they take it from you because you are not doing what they want. You are accepting it. Witnessing to small and great. I want everybody here to be a witnesser. If there's a word like that. A witnesser. Because the punisher became a witnesser. Please, that is my own word. Why? Witnesser. It's actually a witness. It's not that, but for your sake, I'm using a word so that, yes, you understand. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, I want you to be a witnesser. Yes. Because we're a punisher. The blasphemer has become a witnesser. 
I, I, please, it's not the word. Uh, if you are on radio or Facebook, don't think that I can't speak English. Why? A witnesser is my own. I'm coining my own. Professor, am I not allowed to coin? Even in your normal education, don't you coin words and then later crown, they accept them. If you go on uh, uh, modern dictionaries, oh. They coin away. They coin words. Facebooking, Facebook to Facebook, <laughs> yeah, to Google. Google was not a word. Google, but now to Google is a word. Well, they've coined a word. Yes. What? A witnesser is a word. Well, it means what? One who witnesses. Ah, you see, you see. I've not seen it before. And you thought I was wrong. Because you two, you haven't seen it before. But now we have seen it in the dictionary. You must be a witnesser. Why come we have never used it before? A witnesser. One who witnesses. Somebody who sees an event and reports what happened. My God and my Lord. When Paul met Jesus, he said, you will be shown what you shall do. And Ananias told him, you will go and witness and tell of the things you have seen and heard. Jesus told him, you, because you have witnessed here. You are going to witness about me in Jerusalem also. In Rome also. You go to Rome and witness of me there. Where is your witness? When are you going to be a witnesser? Oh, that fornicator. Fornicator, ten witnesser. Abdulter, ten witnesser. Blasphemer, ten witnesser. Persecutor, ten witnesser. Oh, yes. Huh? Punisher, ten witnesser. Drug dealer, ten witnesser. Yes. Yes. Pornographer, ten witnesser. Medra, ten witnesser. It's like God took a medra. Somebody who stood by when they were stoning Stephen. They were stoning. They stood, he was standing there. And they had folded his clothes and put it at his feet. And he was just watching. He's like, yeah. Go ahead. Do it. Sort him out. Foolish boy. You are talking about the way we say you shouldn't be preaching still. You are, you are finished. Then they threw the stone, palm, he hit his head back. He started to bleed. He was shouting, ah, you are killing me. He said, we will kill you. Then they threw a stone, he hit his nose. Bam! He flattened his nose. He was standing by and he was watching. Now you have, after Stephen, the Bible says he collected letters from the high priest and went to Damascus to catch more people. And imprison them. Then on the way, on the way, on the way, they meet you, and then you say, Jesus, hey, you are, who are you? Say, I am Jesus whom you are present. What? Who are you, Lord? Say, I'm Jesus whom you are. I don't know. I didn't know that we were real. I didn't know that was true. I didn't know that was a real thing. Say, yes, you are going to suffer many things. Yeah, 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 yeah. For my sake. I need you to be a witness. I like the way you are. You are a zealous man. I like the way you, you tackle things. Some of you, when you take one thing, you carry it to World Cup. God likes such people. Yes. Hallelujah. 
You've organized a looter before. God likes such people. You've organized uh, choboy, choboy, choboy before. In even your house, you you're able to choboy, choboy. We are tired of eating kinky and fish, kinky and fish, kinky and fish. Charlie, we for call for rice, rice. We are tired of and yam, 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 yam. And so you do. Uh, your mother now gives you yam. Hey. God also wants such people who can come and champion his cause and preach that when they persecute them, they don't stop. When they beat them, they don't stop. When they stone, one day they stone him, they stone him, they threw him outside the city and they stoned him and then they thought that he was dead. Oh, the disciples surrounded him. They were crying, oh, Paul is dead. Ah, I'm alive, I'm alive. I'm not dead. I'm not gone yet. Wipe your tears. Wipe your tears. Through my tribulation, we must enter the kingdom. Let's go and preach again. They went back to the city and they preached. Relentless preaching. Why do we stop so, so quickly? I believe that God wants us to be witnesses. Witnesses. I don't know why they don't use the word witnesses if it's a word. They use witness. You must be a witness. I am a witness, not a witnesser. It's a good word. Lift your hand and say, I am a witnesser. I will be a witnesser to the small, to the great. If we are pastors, don't think that small people are useless. Small are good. Small are important. Small were also purchased with his blood. Small. They can't give offering. They can't give you even a birthday present. They even will need money from you. But those small are important to the Lord. That's how James McKeon declares that the church of Pentecost started. When they came to Ghana from Scotland, who would listen to a white man and his wife who say they are coming to convert heathens? But I say they reached out to their little children, taught them Bible stories and Bible songs. The children started changing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The mothers followed up. What has happened to our children? What do they give them? That my children have become so disobedient now. And they are so nice. And they are so hard working in the house. What, what do you teach them? What have you been doing to our children? Something we couldn't do for them. You have done for them. Say, no, we didn't do anything to them. There is a Jesus. When he comes into your life, he makes all things beautiful. He can change your life. He can change your character. He can make you respectful. He can make you obedient. He can make you hard working. And the mother said, okay, then to this Jesus we are coming and they came to Jesus they came to Jesus then the mothers also came, they started singing choruses, then they started being taught the word then Sophia McKeon the wife of James McKeon said you know African women can be what? aggressive (laughs) African women can be aggressive you know African women can be aggressive. I didn't say it. A white woman, she said it in 1930-something. She came to Ghana. 1930-something, she came to do church. And when she discovered our African women, she said, you know, African women can be aggressive. In 1930-something. So today, <laughs> now that you have internet, it's even worse. <laughs> and you have Facebook. <laughs> anyway, so the African women also started be, 
becoming tame. Aggression gave way to sobriety and, and, and submissiveness and meekness and tameness. They were tame. Now they started saying please in the house. Now they started talking softly. If they had an opinion, it was not accepted. They were not aggressive anymore. Hey, the husband said, hey, what, what has happened to you? You know somebody can change that you wonder, hey, what's going on? Huh? Are you okay? <laughs> are you well? Is everything okay? What has happened? Why are you waking up so early? We are in the kitchen. What is happening? Something that we have quarreled over for years. Today you wake up, you wake up 5 a.m. You've gone to market 4.30. Hey! 4.30 a.m. you are tabobloshi. You are picking tomatoes. You are picking yam. What's going on here? You have come from the market 5.30, 6 o'clock. You have started making soup for the afternoon. Hey! You have made breakfast. I should come and eat. Hey! The man is waking up with his pyjama wondering, ah, what is going on in the house? Charlie, I better tread cautiously in case there's a trap somewhere. <laughs> the women changed. They were reformed by the word. Because witnessing changes people. Yeah, witnessing. But you don't, you see, you don't believe it. That's why witnessing is like a very, it's like, oh, what is that? Somebody believes it to the point where he can leave his profession. Not, no mean a profession. Like the medical profession. Yes. And say, I give my life for this work and this glorious mission unreservedly. I give myself to it. It must tell you something. You who did dondology. An African dance. Yes, it's, a, it's something to study, but honestly, it's not the same as somebody doing medicine or even marketing. A professor in marketing. Or even though the economy is not so great, economists. <laughs> it's also a profession. <laughs> or the city is failing. Accounting. <laughs> and finance. Or actuaria size is still a good profession. Somebody can leave it. Paul was a lawyer, he was a Pharisee. He said, The things that were gained to me, I counted them but done. How do people come to say such things? Yes, how do they come to say such things? Because they, they feel grateful and thankful for what has happened to them. They want to give anything. That's why people build houses for their fathers and their mothers. Because when they grew up and realized, ha, my mother sold her cloth to look after me. My father sold all his shoes to look after me, to go to school. Yes. When you are going for school fees, your, your mother bundles her new GTP wax print that she has not sold. And takes it to her neighbor to exchange it for some money to take you to give you to go and pay your fees when you know that and you grow up. You say, Mammy, I don't joke with my mother. I need to build something. My mother cannot be renting. They can't the landlord is bluffing your mother. Mommy, come and stay with me. I'm going to build a place you build. Why? Because they are grateful. 
That's what salvation does. When you think of salvation and see how bad you used to be or could have been. Sometimes you were not so bad because you, were, you got saved earlier. So you never entered into some things like some of us never smoked, some of us never committed fornication because you never met somebody who baptized you. Because when you are young, you are not so beautiful. Some people's beauty matures later when you are in their twenties, mid twenties. By that time, now what cross so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you are younger, now breast no you're flatter. Yes. And your buttocks flatter. So no boy liked you. It was a blessing, you don't know. It was a protection for you. Yeah. By 16, you have not developed large breasts. By 17, you are still hair, your hair was pink like that. Yes. <laughs> By even 20, you didn't you are not doing acrylic nails and French tips. It was later in your 26, 27, now your cheeks have filled up, all the bones are gone, and now the body has come. You look juicy now. But then, oh they were looking for your sister. Hey, oh sister, wait. Because they see you as a boy. You go and bring your sister. God delivered you. You see, that was a salvation. It was a deliverance. If you think deeply about your salvation, you should witness to both small and great. Number four. Number four. Hey, say thank you to God by accepting to relentlessly preach about the cross and the sufferings of Christ. Yes. What did Paul say there? He says, I continue unto this day witnessing both to small and great, saying none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come. Colon. That Christ should suffer. And that he should be the first that should rise from the dead and should show light unto the people and to the Gentiles. Verse 23. Yes. That Christ, this message, I tell you, that's what is called the power of God unto salvation. You see, you don't believe it so much because you don't even see that when you were to, if you are to preach, Christ should suffer and that he should be the first that should rise from the dead. This is what Peter preached when he went to Cornelius' house. Acts chapter 10. Good. But then Peter opened his mouth, verse 34, and said of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons and that in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is acceptable with him. Hmm? The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That word I say, ye know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism of of John. So after John's baptism and his preaching, this word is what came. That word I say, he says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all the things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew. You see, this is the gospel. God anointed Jesus. God sent Jesus his son. He is the word that became flesh. 
He was anointed of God. He went about doing good, healing order to oppress of the devil. And he says that he, he, he was, we are witnesses of the things which he, he did. He says, how that they slew him and he hung on the tree. Verse 40, 41. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly. Not only to the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the. You see, this the gospel is about Jesus, what he who he was, what he came to do, and how he was arrested, how he was killed. This is the gospel. You have to believe it. He commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. This is about Jesus. He is the judge of all. Amen. To him give all the prophets witness that through his name, this is altar call, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. While Peter yet speak these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision, that's the Jews, which believed, were astonished that they came with Peter, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost, because the Holy Ghost came without assurance of salvation, because they believed the thing that Peter spoke, without even the altar, by the time the altar call came, Holy Ghost broke through, because the people had believed in their hearts. And they started speaking in tongues. Hey, the Jews said, hey, we, the, we thought that we were the only ones that the Holy Ghost came upon. But it seems like the Holy Ghost is also coming on Gentiles. Somebody preached about the cross and about the sacrifice of Jesus. That message in Acts 10, Peter preached it. Look at the result. That message, Paul is preaching it. He says he preached it. I, I, I said I continue unto this day wow. preaching the same things. These are the things that the prophet spoke about. Mm. Mm. It's not about money. The gospel can never be about money. Wow. To never be about your car, your car, your house, your wife, your children. Never. It's about Jesus and who he was, what he did, how he was arrested, how they crucified him, how he rose from the dead, how he is coming back to judge the quick and the dead. This is the message of the cross we must be preaching. Sometimes you feel that when people don't have money, it's more serious than, uh, so, so Jesus died for you and these are not messages you preach people are hungry you say Jesus died for you and it's even some pastors ridicule it I heard one man of God say that you know nobody wants to hear about a, a cross bloody cross it's about the it's about the principles of the kingdom yeah 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 he died on Ebola he died on Ebola. Must show you how serious God God takes people, how the attitude towards the gospel. A man of God. Yes. He said, oh, it's not about preaching about the blood Jesus came. These are basic things. Yes, we are talking about the kingdom. Principles of the kingdom. Then he will quote Acts chapter 28 where Paul was living in his hide house and people came and he taught them the things of the kingdom. See, that's what we must be teaching now. Which is how you can make money, how you can live on earth, how you can be comfortable here. Hey! He died on Ebola, I'm telling you. 
His body was on Ebola. God threw him on Ebola. His dead body was discovered in a refuse dump. Church has thrown away the gospel. Believers don't care. The whole week will pass. You will never talk to anyone. You will never say anything. Not witnessing to small. Not You meet the small, you don't witness. You meet the great, you don't witness. Or as some people think, it's only when you meet people, you know, like people who are nice, wear spectacles, some a tuft of some gray hairs, you know, wear sandals, kaftan, have an iPhone, you see, <laughs> and then, is it earpiece? Ah, no, it's just a label. <laughs> yeah, they have ear, this type of Bluetooth, they, 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 they stick it to their, even when they are sitting down, it's in their ears, like, It's like these are the elites of this. These are the people that they reach out to. When you meet people who can't afford buses, it's like they are not proper human beings. But he says, I never gave up when I met the small or the great. And I witnessed about that Christ should suffer and that he should be the first that should rise. Everybody here, I enjoin you to study this Acts chapter 10, verse 34 down. The gospel. To, while Peter here speak to that point the Holy Ghost fell then they said oh if the Holy Ghost has fallen on them what else is left than that we should baptize them then they baptize them with water that's all you can't preach that message it's not powerful to you eh? Paul emphasized that I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ let's repeat it I'm telling you that God, you can even chew the whole thing and when you go, that's your message. My message is that God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good. You and I have heard you tell the person that, I'm sure you have heard that Jesus opened the blind eyes. I'm sure you have heard that Jesus healed the sick. I'm sure that we, we, even when we were small, we used to sing the song, Everywhere he went, he was doing good. The mighty healer, he cleansed the lepers. When cripples saw him. Do you know that song? Say, yeah, I know that song. He said, yeah, that song is about Jesus was anointed. Don't quote, you don't know, you don't have to quote scriptures. In, you see, in Acts chapter 10, verse 10, you see, you are, you, are, you are impressing yourself. People don't know where it is. Even if it's wrong, they don't know. So you don't have to say Acts chapter 10, verse 34. You see, the Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse 44, 34, that when God was and then in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, the Bible says, no, no, there's no need to quote scriptures. Just witness, tell people how Jesus, that you also met this Jesus and what he, how he has changed your life. Yes, and then you just share what you have experienced. Paul said, Jesus was arrested, he was killed. When you see a cross, it's a symbol of what sacrifice he made for you and I. Because the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. When, if we die in our sins, the only blood can wash us. But except, otherwise we'll die in our sins repeat this message God will take it up Paul said I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ this is the gospel of Jesus Christ you can't preach it eh? number 5 say thank you to God by serving God until they say you are mad until people think you are mad Hey, hey. And as he does speak of himself, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, thou art beside thyself. Much learning doth make thee mad. Oh, yes. 
you are not zealous enough you are too watered down a christian so nobody has ever ascribed madness to you sometimes when i see my professor talking very confidently i'm sure some people think that the learning that he has been learning it's like i did not touch it touch a funny dream so and god has helped me and god is the one when he's even giving speeches at this uh, nice graduation ceremonies and uh what do they have opening one congregation opening is what do they call that the opening opening ceremony congregation is that opening one matrim- matric- matriculation yes He'll be speaking. God, you see, God has the Bible, says, then he'll quote a scripture in Proverbs. He likes Proverbs, but I don't know why. He likes Proverbs. <laughs> he'll quote from Proverbs. Then he, he will say something. I'm sure that those who are watching will say that, ah, which professor is this who is quoting Bible like that? And he has the thing, he has learned so much that the thing has entered. Because as a young man, he became a professor before age 40. I don't know how, is he 50 yet already? Are you 50 yet? He's not yet 50. Yes. So it's like, ah, what be too much? Small boy, now we are professor. It's like there's too much upon your head. The thing is mixing. Too much of a beer, he, he, he's preaching, he's adding message. God is saying, that's what they should be saying of you if you are a normal Christian and who is grateful and thankful. You are too politically correct. Hey. Oh, you know, Christ. Okay, America, Dabei. When did you go to America? Some two weeks. And now this slangs be a battle for Christ was the propitiation for our sins. Nobody can even understand what you are saying. Oh, but from a, a young age from school classroom i'll be witnessing to my friends to my colleagues you are in the school from from one from from one i learned that when you give your life to christ you must be a witnesser was witnessing in classroom witnessing in trotro when i sit by somebody i witness yesterday i was telling bishop so i'm forming a team i'm going to go every saturday witnessing. every saturday joining the team every saturday i will go somewhere witnessing to small and great if you are in the kiosk we witness to you if you are in the mansion we witness to you if you're on the roadside we witness to you if you're at a trotter station we witness to you because i am grateful for my salvation thank you for saving my soul thank you for my salvation how can i say thanks i have to behave and be so zealous for god preaching singing dancing and doing things that it makes people think you see when people think how it means that i mean in a proper way of course maybe housewife that one they should take you to mental hospital you say maybe how they should take you even tongues. Nobody has heard your tongues before. Go ferry. You are shy of your tongues. They will say that you are mad. What is this language? Somebody actually had the audacity of saying in the news that all those who speak in tongues, their heads must be examined. Yes, on the radio, their heads must be examined. And he became sick. 
he nearly died with a head sickness. Oh, forgive. I wouldn't even wish that for him. I never cursed him. No problem. And my head should be examined because I my head should be examined there. No problem. No problem. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's the power of God unto salvation to whom whoever believes to the Jew first and then also to Greeks and Gentiles. And I'm one of those Gentiles. I'm glad I serve Jesus. I'm glad I speak in tongues. I'm glad I can preach on the roadside. You know, you don't want to you don't want to preach, eh? It means you are not really grateful for your salvation. Maybe you don't think about your salvation. When I remember what the Lord has done, I will never go back anymore. When I remember what the Lord has done, I will never. That's, I will never backslide. That's what it means. But I like the second verse. It says, when I remember what the Lord has done, I will be his ambassador. Oh, when I remember what the Lord has done, I will be his ambassador. When I remember what the Lord has done, I will be his ambassador. An ambassador represents a kingdom. An ambassador speaks for where he is coming from. And when I remember what the Lord has done in my life, I cannot but be his representative here on earth. That's how you can say thank you. But you what money? You see, the money you have been bringing, even probably may even be a snare for you because you may probably not be bringing what... He expects you to bring. If he judges you by what you give, you may easily fall short. Don't think you have brought money so God even owes you. When you are praying, you, you dare to even bring it up. Lord, remember my offerings. Lord, you see I've been paying my tithe regularly. Lord, you saw I gave my car to that pastor. Lord, do something. Share. How much time have you given to the Lord? When you give six hours to omnibus. Do they still do omnibus? Eh? For soap operas. Yes, Bishop. Where they show the whole week's episodes and then with discussions. They still do. Yes. Yeah. And you have watched it. How how many hours is it? From twelve to seven. From 12 to 7. What is 12 to 7? 12 p.m. Midnight. No, 12 noon. 12 noon. Yes, please. To 7 p.m. Yes. Oh, are you sure? Yes, we sure. With discussion and things. Hey. With calling, phoning, with comments, and present their views. Hey. And win prizes. And they win prizes. Yes, pizza. What? So you can give omnibus time of seven hours 
when they say saturday afternoon we are preaching in this area witnessing in your area even your area you say you can't get out of your house and that your time is finished and this week we are in kubekrum with crusade you see i i was never a preacher at a crusade but i realized that i used to follow it as a crusade i'll follow it and go and stand there and watch them as they are doing it and if your church was involved in crusade you are not the preacher you are not even a mobilizer just to attend it so that your presence adds weight to the atmosphere so that people know that jesus has done bible says that um, the king is the glory of a king is in the multitude of his people so that's so that we represent christ and our presence in the community will draw many to also come and experience you will never come you just smile to yourself that oh hey who go hey bishop bishop of but i will go one day you will see me at the crusade <laughs> then you laugh in your house but you are changing from today Amen. you are changing from today oh me i don't know kubekrom is where is it in suedru or is a palm yes it's just about 10 15 minutes from here yeah yes it's on this side and there are souls there jesus is giving to his church there are other other sheep he has in the fold they must come you see our church this this service we are going to fail all here my prayer for you is that you will have a portion when you see the whole hall is jam-packed filled to capacity you will say that oh i am glad that god found me to be a faithful witnesser in his house clap your hands for jesus Yeah, Kubekrum Crusade. Beautiful. This is our own effort. But from September 7th, the Healing Jesus campaign is also going to Madagascar. Yeah. And they are going to Madagascar, different towns, five different spots to preach the things of the kingdom the same thing that the prophet spoke about the witness about it long ago we said we will say nothing apart from that how jesus was anointed to heal tell the story tell the story of how he healed lazarus tell the uh, he healed lazarus tell the story of how he healed the woman with the issue of blood tell the story of how he fed five thousand tell the story and use that story to draw many to his feet and make them give their life to christ that is christianity christianity now you dress and come to church and go dress and come. it's not it's not the level yet god wants to give you a higher level stand to your feet as we close today When they say you are mad number six say thank you to god by rejecting the world's opinion don't say they say i'm mad so i'll stop i don't want anybody to say i'm mad so i'll stop i will stop all these things no don't stop don't give up continue unto this day even if today they say you are mad they said 
they said it. Some guy used to call me radical. <laughs> he says I was radical. Radical was what? I came for the fellowship. I was the first year university student. And when I got to the fellowship on the Friday night, when they had the first meeting, I just went to dance. Nobody was dancing. And the praise was good. And I couldn't sit there. When I remember where I was, and my dad had just died, we had buried him. And the few days I was in the university, and I looked at myself, and I saw how I've entered the university. And they were doing praises, praises. I mean, I couldn't stand there. I came and I was dancing in front. He said, Hey, radical. What he meant was that you are behaving like a madman. Then they were saying it. Today they are still saying it. Hey, you can make yourself happy. Sometimes you'll be dancing, dancing. Hey. My, my big sister, she was saying, Hey, this is your dance that you dance. I didn't even know that she was, you seen it on. She said, This is your dance. She said, she was, I said, Take your time, you can fall down. <laughs> JR, nobody says you are mad. Yes. Not your mother or your father or your wife. Sometimes a wife can say, Ada, Ujama, Bibi, Tocho. Or like you can also say to your wife that I you know. Sometimes when you are with your spouse, sometimes you are not sure because some things are not clear. <laughs> so you, you may not say it with your mother, but you be thinking, say, ah. yesterday you said you wanted rice. Today you say you don't like rice. I like. I'm not sure. It's like ah. <laughs> You said contum rescue was your favorite. Now you say you hate contum rescue. You said, I, I don't get it. You know, is there something? <laughs> and I said, we be, and the way he's sounding or he's behaving and the way he threw the tantrums, it's like, is he okay? No, I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about you are preaching, you are singing, you are dancing, you are so animated for the Lord. And they say, Yes, because you are addicted to the one who has saved you. You are thankful. You are grateful. So, you say you are beside yourself. Paul, you are beside yourself. Much learning has made you mad. Prince, I want to hear somebody say, oh, you tell me, hey, Bishop, because all my dealer friends, when I, they say, I'm preaching, and I, I, I'm not stopping, and sometimes they say, ah, the, the, the big man has come, he's coming to buy a car, and you are witnessing to him. It's like, hey, what has happened to Prince? Are you okay up there? Yes. Yes. Maybe the new wife that you got, at the end of the two, three months, <laughs> four, three months, since you got this new wife, no, you are too happy, but the happiness has crossed the boundary. No, it's not the, it's not the new wife. It's the Jesus that I found. It's the Jesus that I'm grateful to. I'm preaching to small and great. I'm preaching about his sacrifice. I'm preaching about his sufferings. I'm preaching about his miracles. I'm preaching about my savior. Oh, lift your hand and thank God for your salvation. Oh, yes. 
and dedicate yourself to giving thanks and saying thank you Loria Bahandalaba Rema Kosata Derima Shandalabada Rema Kondalaba Sifaderia Rama Kosayaneria Bandalabaduriada My God Ashindelebe Kavalideria Remona Larabason de Lebecada Oh my God I want to say thank you to God For my salvation For what he has done in my life For what he means to me Oh Jesus Blessed be God Blessed be God Blessed be God we give you thanks. We give you blessing. Oh my Jesus. Oh my Jesus. Place your hand on your heart. Oh my Jesus. Tear up love and passion for you in our hearts. That it may be as though people will see. Oh, these people look like they are mad. For the way they handle their Christianity. The way they preach. The way they talk to anybody they see. The way they are passionate about what they believe The way they are going up and down They never stop, they don't give up They are doing it on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday They are in church the whole day I don't know whether everything is well with them He says, much learning has made you mad But it was not much learning It was passion and gratitude And appreciation for Jesus For what he has done in our lives Maloria makatayada Oh Yes, Lord. How can I express my gratitude for all the many things you've done for me? Was I not enough to say thank you? Lord, you're my everything. How can I express my gratitude? All the many things you've done for me What's the world? Oh, 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 oh,
Hallelujah. If you are here today, you don't know Jesus as your Savior. The first step of being grateful for what Jesus came to do for you is to give him your life. And if you are here today, you are not a born again Christian. You are not sure that you go to heaven when you die. As every head is bowed, every eye closed, I want to pray for you. I want to help you. If you are here like that, maybe somebody even just invited you. But you want to give your life to Jesus. Please lift up your right hand so I can pray with you. Lift up your right hand. Anybody here you want to give your life to Jesus? Lift up your right hand. Lift it up high so I can see it. Anybody here like that? Anybody here like that? Anybody here like that? Wonderful. Small and great, lift your hand. I don't know who you are, but Jesus loves you. Wonderful. If you have lifted your hand, come to me right in front here. God bless You see, in this service, we have to become soul conscious. Souls conscious. So when you are coming to church, invite your friends, invite people to this service. And invite people to come and give their lives to Christ. Invite people, make an effort to bring somebody to give his life to Christ. This month is a month where, actually to the end of the year, we are going to do this witnessing, following up, visiting people praying for people helping them to know Jesus it must be your divine assignment your divine assignment and God will help you alright so God bless you we want to see 20 people give their life to Christ 50 people give their lives to Christ in one Sunday in this service is it possible or not how many would like to be part of it? Still, you will not lift your hand to be part of it. Wonderful. It will be a blessing. Let us pray. Lift your hands here, those of you in front here. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. Please forgive me for all my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross to save my soul. I'm yours forever. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. It's time for communion. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. Somebody says, Bishop, next time call me. Okay, I hear you. Next time I'll call you.
lift the blood, the body. This is the body of Jesus. Father, we thank you for his body that was broken for us. In Jesus' name. Amen. The body of Jesus. what comes to me today is that as we eat the body and the bread broken body everybody has a little piece and we are drinking the blood everybody has a glass with wine it's a sign or a remember of remembrance of his great sacrifice which Paul preached about which Peter preached about which all of them preached about and were arrested for so we are being reminded to also be preachers and witnesses for this what we are experiencing today every day you take the body and you drink the blood it's reminding you of your assignment it's reminding you that there's somebody who has not been washed in the blood yet somebody who has not experienced the power of his body father we thank you for the blood the blood of Jesus in Jesus name Amen. The blood of Jesus, drink. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. The Lord is blessing you wherever you are standing. The Lord is helping you wherever you are standing. May the Lord lift you. May the Lord whom you have chosen to serve May he plant your feet on higher ground A place of elevation A place of honor Whatever cost you shame May it be taken away from your life In its place Something that will give you double honor May it be poured upon your head Receive blessing. Receive healing. Whatever shortens life. Today I declare. That you are free from it. May every organ in your body function. In the perfection to which it was created. Receive. Perfect soundness. Receive a clean bill of health. In the name of Jesus. The Lord heal you. For he is the Lord that he led thee. In Jesus name. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30am and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.